0: Hello everybody! Thank you so much for being with me. Appreciate your time. I like to start by saying a few a few of the news coming across is, it's to me it doesn't make no sense. But here is one of the big ones: it's uh, Trump uh, finds uh, himself guilty and has to pay three hundred and fifty-five million. Uh, and uh, the judge, we're going to spend a lot, a lot of time uh, talking about this, but the judge uh, decides that uh, Donald Trump has to settle $355 million. That's what he decides. One of the big stories uh, right now, also, is that of this uh, funny Willis. The prosecutor uh, that uh, took Donald Trump in Georgia. She's in big scandal. And um, that's a big thing right now as we speak. Obviously, because she's a prosecutor in second taking Donald Trump. We're going to talk about a few other stories. But uh, let's go back to this main one. Because I think it's um, interesting. This uh, prosecutor... Uh, that uh, charged Donald Trump with with attempt to overturn the election's results in the state. That's where the charges. Not only that, but she actually charged 18 other people. So the story goes that in January uh, 2021, the former president phoned Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and asked him to find 11,780 votes. The number he needed to beat Joe Biden, who had won the state and the 2020 presidential election several weeks before. Adio from the call was leaked to the media the next day, whipping up a massive political and legal storm. And so fast forward two and a half years after that phone call on uh, august 14th of 2023 a grand jury in Fulton county georgia voted to charge donald trump and the 18 other ones there with attempt to overturn the elections result in that state well obviously donald trump is not uh, going to sit down and say wait for something so the lawyers come about and the lawyers call the indictment shocking and observed. Well, Fannie Williams apparently has a reputation. She's known in, in Georgia to be a tough lawyer and a high profile uh, convictioner or prosecutor. Many of them call them doggy doggy prosecutor. So she had the reputation always been prepared and so it wasn't I guess a surprise from some of the people around that and it was like big news but now now that all this is done she herself is now in a big scandal why is that let me explain well it appears that there's issues There's questions to be answered because um, Ms. Wills hired this guy, Nathan Wade. The special prosecutor that she hired for the case, well, looks like they were involved romantically. So now that this came to light, looks like she has to be removed because of the romantic relationship. It's Well, hold on, let let me, I'm going to read from the U.S. today. And it says, um, the two days of hearings were filled with juicy details. Talks of trips to Aruba and rented cabins on a Norwegian cruise. But underlining the salacious nature of the testimony is the future one of the most important of the legal cases against Trump this year. So, Will sought to remind everyone who really is on trial. Each took the witness stand to describe the relationship, insisting it had nothing to do with the case against Trump. But wait a minute. (sighs) I'm hiring my lover to do this, and I'm telling him what to do. What do you mean? it's got nothing to do with the case it is quite an unveiling it's quite an unveiling. it's a big scandal as you probably know all these things are coming to light and well the people are not taking it so good I keep on reading let me keep on reading here. It says Wade and Willis each testified on their oath. The relationship began in spring of 2022 and ended in the summer of 2023, but the defendant's lawyer contested the relationship began as early as 2019 and the Willis prof- profited from it. So they c- should be disqualified from, th- from the case. The former law partner of Wade who represented him in his divorce Testified he didn't know when the relationship began. I have no personal knowledge of when it actually happened. Bradley said, Well, obviously, you could probably see it was a bombshell. Well, you know, at the end of this whole thing right now, because it's still going on, Fannie Wills admits to the relationship with the prosecutor, and then she asked, What does that mean for Trump's case? Well, it means a lot. Interference, that's what it means. You did it with malicious. And Trump goes to social media through social and says it was a fake case from the start. End of the quote. Now everybody sees it for what it is. Trump says that is fake. It has always been political against him. A witch hunt like he says but um, that will be one of the cases most likely to be dropped now the other case that we do have to talk about is this big one that Donald Trump has to now apparently but uh, it is most likely is going to be contested the 355 million dollars now remember if you were following this whole thing it says that uh, one of the sharks O'Leary eh, he went against it it's like this is ridiculous and the New York Post uh, actually wrote about it actually CNN talked about it and they interview Kevin O'Leary and so now Kevin says uh, Trump's civil ruling is an un-American and shocking to the entire real estate industry for because the business the business is done in such a way that you borrow the money try to get as much of the value for that property and tell the bank look this this building here cost a million dollars once it's all fixed up of course and so you get a loan to, and the loan is for 80% of value. And some of the money is put into the building to rebuild it, to do modifications. And it's done not only on, on buildings. It's done on, on homes. It's done on apartments to bring the value so you can get the loan. And so that you can restore with that loan the buildings. And then you put it in the market for the what is called the rebuild uh value or after repair value however you want to call it and that's how you put them the well the building on sale that's how business is done has always been done like that in in all across america most likely all across the world not just here in america but so this big sh- bomb hits everybody and most likely because Kevin is an entrepreneur and he's done a lot of deals in New York and he's done a lot of business by buying and selling buying and selling you buy something cheap and sell it for for profit correct that's across the board everywhere you go you buy you make something this is going to cost you $100 and potentially sell it for 300 That's how business is done. And it's no different. So now, this big bill that has hit Donald Trump starting at $355 million. That's ridiculous. For what? For doing what everybody does? You see what I'm saying? And let's hear what um, people got to say and experts also. Check this out.
1: A New York judge dropping the hammer on former President Donald Trump's business empire, reaching a blockbuster verdict in the civil fraud trial and imposing a whopping $364 million penalty against his company. Trump is personally on the hook for $355 million of that. It is over what the judge ruled a year— What the judge ruled was a years-long scheme to dupe banks and others with financial misstatements and inflated the former president's wealth. Trump is also barred from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years. His sons, Don Jr. and Eric Trump, ordered to pay $4 million. They also will not be permitted under this decision to be officers of a New York corporation for two years. So the former president is at Mar-a-Lago, and is vowing to appeal this decision. He has pulled no punches throughout all of these legal situations. And also in reaction to this verdict, he said this on Truth Social, quote, This decision, in quotes, is a complete and total sham. There were no victims, no damages, no complaints. Only satisfied banks and insurance companies, in quotes, in parentheses, rather, which made a ton of money. The Democrat who started the whole thing by suing the Trump Organization— new york democrat attorney general Letitia james she is expected to speak about an hour from now she also just tweeted and called this a quote massive victory and it looks like she got exactly what she wanted she ran on a campaign to do exactly this watch i will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate
2: president When our fundamental rights are at stake, I believe that the president of these United States
1: can be indicted for criminal offenses. Please sue him for us. Oh, we're going to
2: definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain. I know my name personally. I look forward to going into the office of attorney general every day, suing him, defending your rights, and then going home. This is an outrage. What you're seeing is an attorney general who in any other time or in any other day would have been removed from office based upon her promise to go after a person against whom there was no crime alleged. She just looked at him until she found something that she thought was appropriate. I have never seen a law that was written to protect consumers used against a man in an organization where not a one consumer was harmed, not one bank was harmed. They never missed a loan payment. They never were in default on any loan. Deutsche Bank and every other bank that did business with the Trump Organization made hundreds of millions of dollars. And let me be clear. Donald Trump and his organization made it very clear on their loan applications that they were disclaiming their evaluation and saying that the banks and the insurance companies and everybody else should do their own evaluation. And that's what the business world, that's how it works. They knew it. They understand it. They have forensic accountants. They have real estate evaluators. evaluators, They have all kinds of people who assess whether or not the property is worth their investing in so that they don't lose money and they never did lose money. And the Trump organization never went out of business. They didn't scam anyone. No one is alleging that they were defrauded or wrong. This is, I'm tired of the word lawfare. This is an attempt by people to take down a former president who was beating the president president in terms of the uh, uh, polls and looks like he's going to beat him in the next election. This is what third world countries do. It's outrageous. And I've got, just so you know, I have Eric Trump was going to be on Laura Ingram tonight and he's going to talk about the fact that neither he nor his brother were any part of this evaluation process and they have each been levied $4 million, I believe, when they were never in the back rooms and part of any of this stuff. So uh, there's also another legal issue and I'll finish. The, The Appellate Pellet Division, which is the court above this this bozo who I could go into but I won't, uh, they said that anything before 2014 is barred by the statute of limitations. This inept, incompetent, progressive leftist judge that I wasn't going to talk about, he then took all of the properties before 2014 and included them in his assessment of things that he felt were overvalued. So he is
0: as corrupt as the day is long. And I'll end it at that. It is obvious. The ruling, um, as uh, Judge Janine said, it it surpassed the statute of limitations, one of the rules. But the other thing is, if there was somebody that got hurt, that would have been the bankers, that would have been the investors, that would have, should have complained. But Um, who brought this whole case was this prosecutor in New York who, for some reason, didn't like Donald Trump and made it her life uh, work to do something like that. And and I want to go back to the words that Kevin Murray said. It's like, this is outrageous due to the fact that um, a lot of investors do this. Day in, day out. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to those investors that do the same thing? Are they going to be in the, the same predicament? Are they going to be um, perhaps a fault for doing the same type of work or the same type of tactics that Donald Trump did? Let me remind you that bankers, before they do lending, they do the due diligence. And they decide how much you're gonna lend according to the due diligence. Hey, you know what? You said it probably cost a million dollars. we find that it it's probably gonna cost like eight hundred thousand, man. Sorry, can't can't do that. I mean, we can lend you for this much, but can't lend you for a million dollars. And that's eighty percent. So this is how bankers do. And if there was no complaint from the bankers or the institutions or again, the investors, then i don't see how this case came about well today uh february 19 trump comes out and says well here are some sneakers uh 399 with sneakers a special uh, tennis shoes and they're sold out as we speak and if you do want to get a pair of sneakers you can get trumps sneakers.com once again get TrumpsSneakers.com. you can find a few other things there but check this out incredible <laughs> this uh yeah, you know some incredible people that work with me on things and they came up with this and this is something I've been talking about for 12 years, 13 years and I think it's going to be a big success. That's the real deal. That's the real deal. Showing the sneakers. And we appreciate it. We really appreciate it. More than anything else, I appreciate the turnout because they say they've never had a turnout like this and we're going to do things that are uh, terrific, and you know uh, it's very important. What's the most important thing? To go out and vote, right? We have to go out and vote. We got to get young people out to vote. And you're going to vote, and we're going to turn this thing around. This country's not doing so well. We're going to turn this country around fast. We're going to turn it around fast. And we're going to remember the young people and. We're going to remember SneakerCon. You know that. We're going to remember the young people. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good time. So right after that news happened, um, well, apparently there's a boycott of truckers. They go to New York. And I want you to hear this from this truck driver who was in a... um, Discussion with other truck drivers who gets sick and tired of this uh, BS coming in has made the headlines also. Check this out. Hey, after this case, you know, truckers decided to boycott going into the city of New York. Check this out.
2: for about the last hour, hour 15 minutes. And I've talked to at least 10 drivers going the other way. I'm heading down from South Wisconsin. And uh, they're going to start refusing loads in New York City.
0: I don't know about you, but if that uh, truck is a bunch of them start, which is all over the news now, refusing to, to arrive in New York City, well it's going to be very uh, negatively impacting the city because loads of truckers try to bring food and bring commodities shoes clothes etc to the city that means everything is going to be more expensive whether it's five percent or fifty percent decline Uh, arriving to New York City it will impact negatively into the city and the city will definitely gonna notice that and you know how many truck drivers take loads thousands and for what I understand 90% of the truckers are pro Trump so think about that for a moment if they are independent All right, guys, thank you so much for being with me again, and appreciate your time. If you like the context, please uh, share. Uh, Come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about this whole uh, situation in Russia. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.